hey everyone welcome to podcast for your life the podcast where we share thoughts from our life for yours i'm jason i'm jam and today we'll be talking about something that's still for your life but it's sort of for your death yeah we're gonna be talking about burials for your life for your life it's really interesting how it's like a paradox burials for your life i just think it's it sounds like a great yeah. news article. We were concerned a little bit, so don't don't be worried. Don't feel like you've been um, lied to about the content of our podcast. I realize that you might feel like betrayed by us talking about a death-related, you know, sort of thing. So, um, what we mean by burials is kind of the obvious, but just to clarify, um, what happens when you die? What your plan is? Whether you are buried or not? Um, your body, that is. And so it's an interesting topic, and I've been thinking a lot about it. Not that I'm planning on dying anytime soon, but, you know, it's not really up to me. So, um, yeah. Maybe we should call it burial plans for your life. I don't know. <laughs> Burials is like the best it's we got. It's too specific? Okay. Yeah. It's cool for it to be one word. It's true. It's true. So, it's interesting. What's that, interesting? That we're buried. We've uh-huh. talked a lot about this, and to be honest, guys, this is our second time trying to record this because we really sucked the first time. We buried our previous <laughs> recording. So <laughs> That's how bad it was. But here's what I get stuck on. So for a long time, people have, when they've died, they've been buried. And to me, that seems weird today. It doesn't seem weird like back in the day because I'm guessing that part of it was like, you know, you don't have a lot of options of what to do with bodies, and depending on what period of time, there's concern about disease and whatnot whenever people die. And so I'm sure that burial is a really great way to do that without the technology that we have now uh, where we have other options or we have ways to, like, maybe keep disease from spreading in other ways. But we still are buried. It's, it's pretty interesting. I think it also depends on where you're living at the time of burial, whether it's for your spouse or loved one or whether you're trying to plan ahead for um, your funeral and burial. Um, Because I think different cultures, different countries um, do things differently. Um, That's kind of an obvious (laughs) statement, but it is true because like there are many countries where cremation seems to be the dominant choice for those kinds of activities. And so when you're in that culture, um, you might have a different view of what you're going to do uh, for you after you die or what you're going to do for your spouse or a loved one um, compared to if you're living in America. And it seems like, again, burial is kind of the most common thing to do. So, yeah, I think it just depends on your culture. And it may not be as black and white based on where you live. It's interesting. And I think that's the same for burial in that, like, you know, my family, we have a, we're a Christian background. A lot of people I know currently are Christians. And um, and so there's kind of this assumption that, like, oh, I'm going to be buried. However, I think we kind of started lumping that in in some way to Christian values or, or like, that type of upbringing. But it's not really, it's really not at all. related. Oh, I, I don't think, yeah. I Honestly, I think it's just, like, yeah, I don't even know. I think it's more of, like, a humanistic. I don't know if that's the right word. But, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I don't think it's tied to any. So you remember how... Um, so back back in the day, like if you look, kind of look at passages in the Bible, and we should this is not going to become a Bible study, don't worry. But when they talk about like whitewashed tombs and like 
um, basically the, the, the way of being buried back in the day was you'd be putting it to a tomb with like spices and whatnot and kind of wrapped up and stuff. Basically, you decompose there and you're as a temporary holding place. And then they take your bones, and all your bones and your whole family's bones are kind of put in the same pile. Just thrown in a bag. Yeah, basically get them together. So basically, you're cuddling. It's easier to carry. Cuddling for eternity, as they say. And so... Um, Are they really that, say that? That's a rough translation. And so, to me, what seems super weird now is that I can't get over the fact that we do a whole deal, and I love... I think funerals are great because, for the most part, the ones I've been to have been celebrations of life, which is really cool. And then we do a whole thing where you... Look at someone's body in a wooden box. So you're talking about a wake. A wake or whatever. Actually, I've never used that word for any of this stuff, but oh, I guess really? it is. It's funny how they call it a wake. I know. They're very much not awake. Um, it's off. It's yeah. You look at their the body, which is super weird, in a wooden box. And then you well, the wooden box already paid, costs a lot of money. And then you take the wooden box to an area that you've bought and you bury it. Um, good thing it was a really pretty expensive wooden box because now it's under the ground and right. it's going to get wet and whatever and cold and frozen and stuff hmm. and then there's a tombstone kind of like saying who's there but to me that all seems so weird because it costs a lot of money and it's not actually really significant for remembering a person like everybody's opinions will be different I think culturally that's a thing too so I'm not trying to ignore that aspect of it but like one of the most significant relatives I've had that's passed away has been my grandmother and my mom's side um, in terms of, like, she was buried in the classic way I just described. And she, like, I've been to her grave before, and I'm like, this is, she's not here. Like, her body's down there, sure, but if I was to open it up, which would be horrible, it would be nothing like my grandmother. I mean, it'd be, at this point, like, bones, and I'm not sure how quickly things decompose. Yeah. But if I want to, like, think about, like, my grandmother and remember her, I'm going to maybe go to places that we went together or, like, just thinking of her or something, but I wouldn't go to, like, the place where we buried her. It's not like for years and years growing up, we hung out at the cemetery just so I'd have happy memories of her there. It just seems so strange to me. Yeah, that'd be weird. A huge part of that strangeness, I think, is the cost of money. Like, it's an expensive deal for what I think is not a lot of gain. Um, yeah, so I understand. You're looking at it kind of at a uh, practical sort of a way, but also just seeing like, oh, well, okay, these things don't really add up and stuff, compared to some other people who would say, I'll invest the cost of all those things to potentially honor the memory of this person as well as um, because it's a sentimental thing for me and the rest of the family and friends or something like that. Well, if you're planning it out, usually you're the one paying for it. So I'd be like, I'm planning to pay for my own body to be put into a box. and Yeah, then- but some people don't pay for their stuff ahead of time. A lot of times they like uh, I think people take money out of like the life insurance policy or something, right? To cover that to stuff. cover the funeral costs, yeah. yeah. Or just you know something happens. Yeah, it, it definitely is interesting. I think what it comes down to is this is probably a broad possibility, but I think there are some folks who they want to have a tangible expression or a tangible monument to a person's life in the form of a grave and tombstone, and there are others who are like, well. I'm fine. I've got lots of happy memories tucked away. Those are intangible. Uh, and I've got those happy memories and just memories in general of this person that I don't need a tangible expression of this person or a tangible memory of this person. Does that make sense? Yes. So then if you're like, I really want to have something that I can hold on to that's physical because this person at one point was a physical being, 
now, boom, I've got a tombstone, I've got a grave where I can go and remember them in a physical way and feel this kind of physical connection compared to others who might be like, oh, I'm okay, I don't care really much about that because I have all this stuff intangibly in my head. Yeah. So that could be one, you know, the possible differences where there are some who are like, I need this, and some are like, I need this. Yeah. And I think, too, I'd sort of advocate for, like, I'm not trying to criticize anybody. I think that, like, in general, it should be everybody's sort of decision. Yeah. So I clearly have a strong opinion about what I don't want to happen to me. You're not going to release a policy saying, you must do this. Well, yeah, I've made it pretty clear. I've also told M kind of what songs to play at my funeral, but she always stipulates that, like, she's not going to be there because she'll also have died. You'll play uh, Wham's Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go. Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> no, I've actually played Van Morrison's oh, Everyone. But Everyone. It's a reference to Rolling and Bombs. Uh, but I think everybody, you know, should make their own decisions about it because then it's tough because, like, if I hadn't said anything and, like, had kind of made clear what my wishes are, then that's, I think, what happens is that people just kind of do what everybody else does. Not that that's a bad but thing. But what if they do what I don't they think... would like to do, though? You know, because it's like if you didn't say anything your whole life and um, your wife was like, I would like to do this. Obviously, she'd probably be like, well, people have funerals, you know, or people do this or whatever. Yeah. They, they could do it based on what the culture's doing, but there could be like, I've always wanted to cremate jam, you know, and then you're like, dang it, I didn't want you to cremate me or whatever. Yeah. You know, so who knows? I hope no one's always wanted to cremate me. That's all I'm going to say. Here's, I'll, I'll do this. I've been waiting to burn you for 80 years. Well, I, I'll say this. Here's kind of the reason behind all this is I've been thinking about what I actually do want to happen to me when I die. Yes, it's tell not, us. It's not in writing or anything, but I, um, one of my other grandmas did this, and as time has gone by, I've thought, like, this is just the way to go. Um, it'd be donated to science, like, everything, my whole body. I'm already, I've already been, like an, like, an organ donor on my driver's license if I'm in a wreck or something like that, but, like, in general, I want to be totally donated to because then it takes away that whole deal. I'm not sure if it costs anything to donate my body, but surely it's cheaper than a who knows uh, like a plot of land and a box or like cremation and urns. Urns are super expensive. Like any vessel to hold ashes. Get some Tupperware. Tupperware. Yeah, at least it'll keep me fresh longer. Um, and so I really want to be donated to science because I'm like, you know, if there's a memorial service for me or something, that's cool and people can remember me. But to me, I feel like it's the most useful thing for my body to go continue to sort of give life in a way that is beyond my own life and blesses others. And I'm just kind of like, the alternative seems, when you think about bone science, to me, it's just totally an opinion. It seems so ridiculous to just throw my body away and throw it in the ground whenever it can do something important. So. Yeah. Again, you're looking at it super practical, and I'm sure a lot of people share your opinions. I was talking with one of our friends recently who's a doctor, and in medical school, they got to work on a, a cadaver, and he said it was one of the most helpful experiences and memorable experiences in med school. And obviously, like, medical professionals aren't going to be able to learn the skills they need to help other people um, without having a real... Uh, real assets to work on yeah um because like you could just like start trying to operate on a, a living person who has issues but if you don't know what stuff looks like inside internally you know yeah then it's gonna be like that that's not smart so we, they have you know people who have donated their bodies to science for that purpose and he said like i said it's it's very helpful so it yeah. definitely does you know help people out and you know what could be a bonus of that is you can't get any sicker than being dead like dead is as sick as you get <laughs> So, in the off chance that a doctor 
um, some of the students that are working on cadavers, like just do the right thing, and 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 heal somebody, like they fix somebody who's dead, dude. That's a huge win for science. Like if just by messing around with some dead bodies, they can somehow like make one not so sick anymore, to where it's alive again. I mean that's cool. So like the more bodies they get a chance to do that with, the higher the chances get of uh, someone bouncing back from from death. You know what I mean? Just as a bonus, I wish it would be the main objective, but I think it's a cool possibility, you know. So, I like I wanna, I wanna believe you're joking. I really do want to believe you're joking, but I don't know if you're serious or not. <laughs> I'm dead serious. I'm just kidding. That was just a pun on dead. Oh gosh. Anyway, so we're almost out of time, but do you have any other closing thoughts on the topic or? Yeah, I think ultimately it comes down to culture, you know, and there are there isn't just like one right way to do it. I think it just depends on where you live and who's in your life and yeah, it's it's an interesting decision. It's like something that most people don't put much thought into cuz they think like, oh, that'll come later or I'll think about the later in life, but it's an interesting thing. Yeah. I'd say the moral of the episode is to think about your body. Yeah, that sounds that sounds deep. Hmm. Well, guys, thanks for tuning in, and we always love suggestions of topics. Obviously, this is a pretty sensitive topic for some people, and everybody knows somebody close to them who's passed away. So, thanks for listening. And if this if this came across as insensitive or jokey in any way, definitely not our intent. Which is something we think it's really interesting to to discuss, and uh, it doesn't come up a lot. So, um, thanks for for listening and being patient with us and. And we appreciate your feedback. Sweet. Thanks, guys, and we will see you guys soon.